Welcome to the Online Business Besties Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping you build a successful online business that enables complete lifestyle, location, and financial freedom. If you're a go-getter who's dreaming of building an online business and living your best life, then you, girl, are in the right place. Each week, we'll bring you tested strategies along with stories from our guest expert besties to show you just how possible this life is and exactly how it's done. And now here's your host, online business educator, Paige Brunton. Hey, ladies, and welcome to episode number 28. In today's episode, we are talking about business investments. So I want to chat with you about the smartest investments that you can make at every stage of your online business. So if you are just getting started out right now and you're like, I am doing this thing like on a serious, serious budget, let me just say that I understand because I also started my business like in college, (laughs) did not have a huge budget going into it. But there are some things which... I feel like are important to wisely spend your money on and some other things which probably aren't going to get the greatest ROI on. And so I want to talk to you about like the things, if I was sort of doing this over again, these are the things that I would be spending my money on at the different stages of business. So we're going to start out from like when you just get started in business, the very, very beginning stages up until you're growing the business, you're getting booked with clients or people are buying your products or services, whatever it is sort of what the challenges are in that stage and then what you should be investing in and then right up to like my goal is to scale my business what should I be spending my money on at that point so that is what we were talking about in this episode and before we get into it there's just something I want you to hear first so you know you want to run an online business which allows you a lifestyle of complete freedom but you're stuck figuring out which online business idea would actually work for you not to worry my online business matchmaker training is just for you Think of the training like a cocktail. We're going to mix together the passions and talents that you already have, your dreamy ideal customer, and successfully proven online business revenue models. Get immediate access to the totally free 30-minute video training and accompanying workbook at pagebrenton.com forward slash matchmaker. Again, that's pagebrenton.com forward slash M-A-T-C-H-M-A-K-E-R. All right, so let's start off our episode today with what you should be investing in when you're just getting started in your business. This means like you've just had the idea or maybe you don't have an exact business plan yet, but you have your topic that you're passionate about and you want to get started. So let's talk about, first, I'm going to go through actually with each of these stages, like what is the major problem that you're facing in this stage and therefore what are the investments that are going to help you out most that stage? When you're just starting out, the biggest problem you're likely going to have is that you'll have absolutely no freaking clue what you should be doing when you sit down and work every day. And so you often end up filling your day with tasks that don't actually move the needle and you're just sitting down feeling a little bit lost as to what you should be working on to make the business work. In this specific situation, if you're like, yes, amen, that's me right now, (laughs) then the best suggestion I can give you for an investment at this point is an online course. So I took an online course. I took B-School when I was just getting started, when I went full-time in my business the second time. And if you remember from our first episode, I was mentioning how I tried going full-time in my business once, completely failed, uh, went and got a part-time job on the side to sort of like pay the bills, and then went back at it a second time. That second time, what I did was, was I ended up taking um, Marie Forleo's B-School, actually. And I feel like that was so helpful to me because when I sat down to work every day, I knew what I should be working on. I'm not saying that you should just all run out and go buy Marie's course. I mean, I think it was an amazing course, but it really depends on like what you need for your specific business. So my suggestion would be find the expert on whatever the topic is that you're interested to start your business in, someone who has experience in that topic, and then learn from that person. 
At this point, when you take an online course, it'll basically fast track you to tell you exactly what you should be doing. So you're not spending time on the non-essential things. If you can know what to do and just turn off your brain and implement, you're going to move a lot further, a lot faster. So again, if there's a course specific to like what you want to do or someone who's experienced in that topic and they have an online course, then that would be a fabulous investment for you. If not, taking something more general, say Marie Forleo's B-School, would be useful. It helps you like generally create an online business. So those are my thoughts on that topic. The second investment, which I would make at this point, is your website. Really can't have a legit business these days on online without having a legit website. But the thing about a website is that I wouldn't actually suggest that you go and hire like a professional web and brand designer at this point. Honestly, your business changes so much in like the first year or first couple of years of your business that if you go and get your entire like brand done and then you get your whole website all made up, but you honestly don't actually like someone else built the website for you don't actually know how to like edit or update the thing at all yourself. When your business changes, which even if you're like 100% like I'm so sold on this idea, some things are likely going to change. I thought the same thing at the beginning. I thought I would like absolutely knew what I was doing. And then it definitely changed over time. (laughs) So my reasoning for suggesting that you maybe don't go with a professional website designer at this point is one, they're expensive. And I want you to be making that investment. I can absolutely say that I believe web professional web designers are like worth their weight in gold. But I would just say that if your business might be changing soon, it might not be worth throwing all of this money at a professional website to then need to get it redone again six months from now. I feel like at this point, if you can build your website yourself, like fully DIY it or take a course that helps you sort of DIY your website, it's really useful at this point for you to understand, or honestly at any point of your business, (laughs) to understand how to update and edit your own website. I feel like that's so, so important. The reason being that when things quickly change or you you got new brand photos and so you want to update them on your website or you're adding a new product or service, you don't want this like multi-week waiting period in between you thinking up this new fabulous thing and you getting it on your website and needing to pay someone every single time that you need to go make an update to your website. So I would really suggest having a website that you know and understand how to update and edit at this point. So again, you can go the DIY route or you can take a course for this. I use Squarespace for my website and I do have an episode on that. That is episode number 14 if you're interested. Now, I do also have an online course which helps you build a fabulous Squarespace website that is called Square Secrets. And if you head to pbcourses.com or honestly, I'll also put a link in the show notes of this episode, then you can check out Squarespace or also the course to help you build that website so you really know how to update and edit the thing yourself over the long term, which is honestly going to save you a lot of money in the long run. (laughs) So again, maybe like later on in your business when you're looking, you know, to scale the thing, it's making good money, that might be a good point. Um, And you sort of like are set in your niche or your topic or whatever it is, that might be a good time to invest in a professional. But at this point, I probably actually wouldn't suggest it. Okay, the next thing which I would suggest investing in at this point is professional stock photos for your website. So when you go to build that website, I'll be honest, the thing which will sort of like make or break how fabulous this thing looks is the photos on your website. So if we have really, really crappy photos, even if you give it to the best designer in the world, they're going to struggle to make you a really fabulous looking website. So I realize that maybe like doing a whole brand photo shoot is at this point like out of the budget and that's okay. But you can do really fabulous things with stock photos for your website. So you can go to places like creativemarket.com or Etsy, or there's many, just search like 
on Pinterest stock photos. <laughs> and you'll find like a lot of resources. There are also professional stock photography websites. I have gotten photos from um, Social Squares before. It's run by Shay Cochran and I think her stuff is amazing. So that's another place for you to get stock photos. So what I would say is stock photos are really important to making that fabulous website or just good photos in general. And if you're not a professional, you know, photographer yourself, if you're a professional photographer, you have a leg up. Good job. <laughs> but if not, then getting stock photos is a really affordable way to make your website look super professional. So it depends on where you buy them from. You can get them from like, I don't know, five bucks to like 20 bucks photo. You really just need a couple and that will be enough to get you started. So again, brand photo shoot probably at this point is out of your budget, but professional stock photos is definitely, definitely could work for you. You can also go on things like unsplash.com to get photos. The one suggestion I would give you is when you are buying professional stock photos, I would say it's best to tend to buy them from like the same photographer or the same company because different photographers have different styles and like vibes and sort of editing processes. And I find that if you buy photos from like many, many different places, they kind of start looking... Uh, not cohesive, I guess you would say. So if you do find a website with stock photos that you love, then that's fabulous. And I would suggest, or a photographer that you love that sells stock photos, then I would suggest sort of consistently going back to that person. Let's move on to, at this point, the other issue that you're probably having is something related to mindset and struggling with like, am I able to do this? Are people going to think I'm a fraud? And really struggling with your own confidence and mindset, or at least that was my situation. <laughs> so at this point, what I would suggest for that issue would be, or honestly, at any point in your business, getting some business books and some mindset books would be amazing to help you really like take this new business challenge head on. So in terms of mindset books, there's three which I read when I just got started in my business, and I highly, highly suggest these. I will also, by the way, link these in the show notes for you. The show notes, this is episode number 28. So the show notes are pagebrunton.com forward slash 28. Again, pagebrunton.com forward slash the number 28. I'll link these books there for you, but also um, I'll just tell them to you as well. So the first book that I would suggest is The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. So I was watching a YouTube video, I think, and it was talking about like the morning habits of successful women. And it mentioned this book. I figured it sounded interesting, so I picked up the book. The book recommends that you wake up, you know, hella early. <laughs> and so that wasn't really my thing, but I have to say, like, all of the other things that they suggested doing, you know, in your morning was absolutely amazing. And I absolutely agree. They set you up for massive success. So the steps in that book were really super interesting. Also, just his story is really quite fabulous. He hit pretty rock bottom in his life, but really, really turned things around. And so the Miracle Morning, it basically is like, this morning routine that will help set you up for success. Whether you do it at 5 a.m. or not is totally up to you. <laughs> Book number two that I would suggest is You're a Badass by Jen Sincero because you're going to need to feel like a badass in order for you to, you know, take this thing on. Um, and this is truly one of the funniest, most motivational books I've read in a really, really long time. Truly, you are going to, by the time you finish this book and close it, you're going to feel 100% like the best badass that's ever existed. So really, in terms of like mindset, it's super, super useful. Also, the things that this book and the previous book 
both are talking about are very similar. So there are steps of what they suggest you do are very similar to getting you to the place that you end up wanting to be. And so I found that really encouraging to see really consistent advice and not to see like all this conflicting advice that I need to then like try to sort through and figure out what was the best option. So yeah, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Similar recommendations to The Miracle Morning, though honestly it's definitely worth reading both because um, they sort of have a different approach on it. And yeah, you're going to leave that book feeling like a badass. It was super popular for like when it first came out for a reason. It's a fabulous book. And then my third book, which I would suggest for you, this is one is like a little bit out there and a little bit woo-woo, but straight up this thing works. So like (laughs) no shame. That book is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. This book is, I don't actually know off the top of my head when this thing was written, but like a long, long time ago, like maybe 100 years ago. But honestly, the content is on point and it works. Y'all, it works. I don't want to spoil it too much for you, but he, I mean, well, I guess the title sort of does. (laughs) Think and Grow Rich. It's literally thinking yourself into making money, which sounds 112% insane, but straight up, it's worked in my life. So I'm a believer. (laughs) So yeah, those are my three mindset book recommendations for you at this point. Um, Another useful thing at this point, it could also be like business books. And the reason I'm suggesting books at this point is definitely because Again, your budget is not huge. Maybe your business hasn't been making money yet because you've just literally starting. But books are super affordable. I mean, it's like, I don't know, 15, 20 bucks, um, even less if you do it on like Kindle or audiobook or whatever. Books are such a fabulous way to get someone's lifetime of knowledge wrapped up into a very short time period and get it for like $20. So next up, we're going to talk about the stage of your business where like, okay, you're starting to generate revenue, but you're, you know, not making bank by any means at this point. Hiring staff would definitely be too pricey for you. You want to grow your business, but your biggest issue right now is time. You know what you need to do at this point, but you don't even have enough time to do all of the things. So the suggestions that I would have for you at this point would be softwares and anything that can make your life easier with automations. Let's say, for example, that you're working one-on-one with clients, something that could be very very, very helpful just to like help you speed up your processes at this point would be a CRM. So a CRM is a customer relationship management system, and it basically helps manage your projects with clients, do things like take their payments, automatically take their payments, communicate with your clients, get them to sign contracts, all those sorts of things. This is really something that I believe will save you time and therefore can be worth the investment. So there's quite a few different CRMs out there. The one that I use is called HoneyBook. If you are curious and you do want to check out HoneyBook, you can head to pagebrenton.com forward slash HoneyBook, H-O-N-E-Y-B-O-O-K, and check out HoneyBook to see if it might be useful for you. So again, if you're running some sort of service-based business, working with clients, a CRM will definitely help you like speed up your processes at this point and manage your projects better, just meaning that you have more time for other things. Another useful software at this point could be something like Zapier. The best way that I can describe, I don't know if it's Zapier or Zapier, but the best way I can describe it is it sort of like connects all of the different softwares and tech on the internet together to sort of automatically do things. So say when we post a new blog post to our blog, it automatically gets posted to our Facebook page without me actually doing anything. So Zapier is the thing that's like running behind the scenes to make that happen. Same thing if people schedule appointments into my calendar, then Zapier is the thing. I actually look at Asana every day to be knowing what I'm doing, not my actual like Google calendar. And so Zapier is the thing that takes that appointment from Google Calendar and then adds it into my Asana to remind me and sets it on the right day and time in Asana as well. So something like Zapier, if you're having 
you can just take a peek at it. There's a free plan, so you can potentially, if you're under like the number of saps, you might not actually even be making an investment. You might just be getting this for free. But it's worth looking at to check out and see, like, is there anything which I'm doing right now manually, which this thing could automate? So that's another idea for you. The next thing which I would suggest, again, in the software automation realm, would be something like potentially, it depends on your situation. If you're using Canva right now for your graphics, but you're finding there's like limitations and you're sort of needing to like hack things, then something like Adobe Illustrator could be useful or maybe even the premium version of Canva in order to make your graphics a bit faster and better. So that's another suggestion for you. If you are using Pinterest for your business uh, and you're manually like pinning things all the time right now, then definitely getting something like a Pinterest scheduler such as Tailwind would be very useful for you to really, again, speed that process up. Basically, at this point, anything that you're sort of like hacking at the moment to try to do cheaper is costing you more time. I would say that this is the point at which you would want to upgrade to the paid version of whatever that is if the free one is really costing you more time at this point. So it might not be time to hire staff, but it could be time to free up your time by using automations. The next thing which I would suggest for you at this point in your business would be... Again, anything that saves you time, even if it's in your personal life. (laughs) So things that I spend on and freaking love (laughs) that help to speed things up in my personal life, that definitely gives me more time for my business if I'm not, you know, cleaning the house or cooking meals for forever or going grocery shopping. So some things which I specifically do to, you know, give myself more time is we have a cleaning man who comes and cleans our apartment once a week. It is truly the best thing that's ever happened to my relationship. Like, if you're having issues in your relationship, you could get a therapist or you could get a cleaning man that might honestly help. (laughs) But anyways, a cleaning man, if that is within your budget, is the greatest, greatest money I spend all year without a doubt. (laughs) Another thing which is super helpful, like speeding up efficiencies in my personal life, is HelloFresh. HelloFresh, basically, you can go on their website, choose the meals that you want to have. They are delivered to your door. They come in these um, bags, sort of like all the ingredients are together in this bag with a sort of like instructional card and straight up it will take you no more than 30 like you gotta my fiance is a little bit slow at like cooking (laughs) so it generally takes it more than 30 minutes but for me like if I'm going at that thing I can absolutely from the time that like I stop working start cooking until the time that we're sitting down at the table eating is 30 minutes it saves us so much time in like thinking about what we should be eating we don't eat tacos every single day of the week because that's what happened before HelloFresh we actually have like really tasty meals and it takes me way less time, not just like the actual cooking aspect, but also the like not needing to think about and not needing to grocery shop. And then often when I actually would go cook a meal in the past, I would go buy the items and then of course I would be missing something and I'd be running back to the grocery store all the time. So HelloFresh truly saves me so much time in my life. I'm a big fan. The other thing you can do is if you are still shopping for groceries or I don't know, even if you are doing HelloFresh and you need like breakfast food or whatever, then shopping online for your groceries and then either having them delivered to your house or doing the shopping online and literally just going to like pick them up as opposed to wandering through the store tends to be very quick. And my last idea for you is a Roomba. So again, maybe you're not down for the cleaning man or cleaning lady idea, getting a Roomba, which can then do your vacuuming for you automatically, especially if you have a dog and need to vacuum like all the time. Having a Roomba do that for you is just the greatest thing ever. So 
those would be my suggestions of like speeding up things in your personal life so you have more time to actually work on your business. Moving on, the next thing I would suggest at this point would be more courses. <laughs> so online courses truly are so valuable at like any stage of your business. And what I would say from here is like, okay, you know what you're doing in your business. You have your like business idea down and you know what you should be doing every single day when you sit down to work. But maybe you, there's something else that you want to be doing in the future or maybe like you're, okay, I'm here right now and I want to get to there. And how do I get there? What is going to help me do that? So maybe, for example, there's a topic that you want to focus on going forward. So maybe you want to start a YouTube channel or you want to start a podcast or you want to transition from like one-on-one services to more scalable like product-based offerings. Whatever the thing is that you're looking to do, I would highly, highly, highly suggest getting a course on that topic. Basically, at this point, I would say like find whoever the expert is on that topic. Whoever is the expert in that topic, go get their online course. When I went to go start this podcast, I knew that the expert on podcasting is Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. And I straight up went to his website. It was like, where is his online course? And got his power up power up podcasting course um, was super well spent money. Um, It just really helped me move so quickly. I didn't need to, again, think about what I should be doing. I could just turn off my brain and follow the steps that he laid out and knew I was taken care of. So getting an online course to help you with whatever the thing is next that you're like, okay, I want to start doing Pinterest or I want to start doing YouTube or I want to start podcasting, whatever it is, go find the expert on that topic and then take their online course for it. It's just going to speed you up so much faster. Also, at this point, I think we've talked about photos for your website already. If it's within your budget at this point, I would definitely suggest getting a professional brand photo shoot done. So again, those professional photos really make or break how legit your website looks. And you're just going to feel really confident putting yourself forward out into the world when you have really great photos on your website or social media or whatever it is. So a brand photo shoot, you can make it as expensive or as cheap as you want it to. (laughs) I've done many now and I tend to like make them more intense every time. (laughs) But honestly, it could just be yourself and a photographer. And honestly, that's a good start. So you can book a photographer for an hour or two hours and that should be good to get you some really quality photos for your website and socials. Also, you can, again, you can make it more intense. Like we have at this point, we've rented like photo shoot studios and we get like cute props and everything. But honestly, at the beginning, like just find a cute coffee shop, get a professional photographer and get an like actual professional photographer. That's really going to pay off well for you, I think. And then at this point as well, more books. At this point, I would say like probably more business books as I mean, maybe if you still want mindset books, go crazy. But business books at this point, again, very good investment. There's truly so much you can learn from experts and getting all their knowledge packaged up into a book is really, really exceptionally useful to move yourself forward at a very quick pace. Okay, now let's talk about when your goal in your business is to like scale your business. Your business is doing well, it's making good revenue and you're trying to figure out like, how do I get to where I wanna be? So if that is your goal, then at this point, I would definitely say people are really good investment. It depends who you should hire based off like what your situation is. But I would say, look back if you're using something like Asana as your project management system, or if you're using just like a physical calendar or whatever, look back at what you've actually been working on and spending your time on and try to figure out like, what are like the $10 or $15 an hour tasks that I'm doing that I probably shouldn't be doing at this point? Things like probably your inbox (laughs) is one of those things, which if you can get that off your plate, you just get so many hours back in your day that you can use to do things to really move the business forward. If you're like the visionary and you're the, you know, founder of your business, it's up to you to move the business forward, to think of new ideas, to create new products. And if you're spending all of your time responding to customer service emails, that's not a really valuable use of your time at this point. I would look at 
what have you been doing? What have been the things that have been sucking up your time and not allowing you to get to the really big projects that you want to be working on? And then figure out like who would be the best type of hire to help me with that situation. Maybe it's a virtual assistant or maybe it's a, someone to help you with your like social media marketing or maybe it's someone who helps you with content creation or I don't know, maybe you have a podcast since so you hire a podcast editor. Whatever you're spending your time on, try to find the person that would fit that role really well. Next up, I would say that this would be a really good point at which to get your professional branding and web design done for you. <laughs> so again, this is a hefty investment, but very, very useful. At this point, you've probably been running your business for at least a year, if not longer. And so you're really like set in what you're doing and you know what you're doing and you know your ideal client and you know the like why of your business. And so at this point, then it's like you can actually go to a brand designer and they can actually like pull the things out of you that they need to pull out of you in order to create a brand, visual brand, which reflects your actual brand. So yes, web design and professional branding would be useful at this point, I would say. Regardless, it's still useful for you to know personally how to update and edit your website. I was just in my co-working space chatting with a girl the other day, has a massive business, and she was just saying, she's like, oh yeah, I'm working on just like creating this page right now for our website. I was like, oh, I thought you had like a developer who does that. And she's like, yeah, but he's booked for like the next like three weeks or something and we need it done now, so I'm just doing it myself. So regardless, having the skills, honestly, as a business owner these days, an online business owner, to be able to update and edit your website is uber valuable. So when you do get your new brand and website built, I would definitely suggest going with a website designer on a platform that you already know and understand how to use so that you can make those updates or whip up a page really quickly if you need to. Overall, getting the brand and website designed by someone else would be useful, but again, still having that skill of knowing how to do that yourself is going to be really valuable to you. Now, at this point, I think courses are again, always useful, but in terms of like, I really want mentorship and I you're struggling with questions that you just wish you had someone else to give you an answer to, then either something like a mastermind or business coaching for whatever topic you're currently interested in would be really useful. So for example, when I went to go create my online courses, I joined a program that helped me specifically. There was, I found the expert on building online courses and then I went and took her program, um, her mastermind program. So if you can find maybe you're working on hiring right now, maybe that's your like main thing. You're trying to build a team to help you move your business forward. Then I would go find the expert on hiring and then find like their mastermind program or their business coaching or whatever, and then invest in that. So again, courses are still useful, but if you feel like, uh, I need more than just an online course to teach me how to do Pinterest, I need someone to like get feedback from, then this is the point where you probably have the money to invest in something like a mastermind or business coaching. And then my last one, per usual, as always, is books. Again, super cheap, a really, really good use of your time. There are some very high-level business books out there, which could be very, very valuable to you at this stage of business as well. So those are all of my suggestions for you on investments at the different stages of your business. I hope this was helpful for you. I have mentioned a couple links throughout the course of the show here. So again, if you do want to find the links to all these bits and pieces that I have mentioned, then please do head to patreon.com forward slash 28. Um, this is episode number 28. So you can find the show notes at that page right there. Thanks so much for hanging out with us for this episode of the Online Business Besties podcast. If you love the show, be sure to leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at pagebrenton.com. 